Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Dr. Randy Bach, and we're uh, here today with a very special episode of our coronavirus conversations, which we've been carrying on for far too long. Um, but, you know, they've been banging us over the head with coronavirus, and so we have to fight back a little bit. Um, I have one of the, the upsides of the, the great pandemic has been to meet uh, great new friends, and I count among them uh, the brilliant. Uh, yeah, that's that's right before his name, the brilliant uh, Marc Giraudot. He's in Paris, and uh, he comes up with one. Um, uh, I, I, I was in éclat would be the French word, but he has uh, you know brilliant thunderstrokes of of uh, insight and clarity, and it's it's all the more so uh, perhaps um, uh, because he's. I don't think, strictly speaking, medically trained, although he has had as a consultant some associations with pharmaceutical companies. So he'll explain that perhaps a little on his own. Um, but uh, he has come up with recently uh, through, and I read his Substack, and you can uh, find it, just copy down his name and put in Substack. Um, he has great work um, on his Substack. And most recently, uh, I came across um, the bolus theory, uh, which is, in his words, uh, unified theory of some of the um, uh, problems with the uh, the V word, we can barely even say these days, um, and um, not that V word, but this V word. And without further ado, I'm going to uh, turn the stage over to uh, Mark, um, and he can describe a little bit about what uh, he's he's getting at. So uh, I apologize for the imperfect introduction. Uh, maybe you can fill that uh, fill us in a little bit. Hi everyone. Um, so my name is Mark Girardeau, and it's very hard to to say in English. Um, yeah, my background is in, uh, I'm a father of four. Um, I live in Paris. Um, I've traveled the world. Uh, my background is business. I have uh, two MBAs actually. Uh, worked for high tech industry. Uh, worked for Cisco for 15 years. Um, I'm mostly an expert in complex systems. I was an expert in automotive. Um, and I've worked also in biotech and pharma. Uh, notably, um, I did a deep dive four years ago into uh, immuno-oncology, uh, working for uh, an amazing French startup that had developed a, a universal therapeutic anti-cancer vaccine. Um, and um, and it's my second time with you, uh, yes. Randall. Uh, yeah, back, back by popular acclaim. <laughs> uh, so the first time I, I, I really had dug into... Uh, the epidemiology uh, of COVID and found some uh, very interesting stuff. Um, and then um, for the past uh, year and a half, um, I have been working on the, on the V word. Uh, can you say it or not? Or, I mean, I'm not going to have to. Uh, <laughs> well, it's going to be probably in the title. So let's it's going to be complicated to not say it. Um, so yeah, no, they're, they're going to the they're vaccine, gonna... but, but fundamentally what I'm going to talk about is not specific to those vaccines is also true um, for, for other vaccines. Um, and uh, the, you know, the whole thing started at Panda where, where we met um, when about uh, as soon as the, um, the vaccination campaign started, I started to see things in the uh, epidemiology numbers that didn't, didn't make any sense. Um, uh, and 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 very frankly, I'm, it's pretty it's, you know it's pretty clear mathematically that what was happening was impossible. It was simply the fact that you know the epidemic was 
starting back uh, in, in as the fall was coming in September, October, and November, peaked in November and started going down uh, in most most uh, the Western um, or uh, Northern Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, the vaccination campaign started in most countries, uh, you know, New Year's Eve, basically, or the, mm-hmm. or the next day, first, yeah. first of Jan 2021. And as soon as that happened, there was a, a complete inversion of, 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 of the curves. They, they start going back up. And that that uh, that kickstarted. Uh, that was a huge red flag for me because that's impossible mathematically, because the reason the curves were going down, especially in the uh, middle of, of winter, uh, meant that uh, that the susceptibles, the people who were not immune, um, were uh, were depleted and you can't you can't refill uh depleted stocks overnight it it takes it takes at least a year for people to move for people to age for new uh new kids to be born uh and that to me was a signal and and as i said in my latest uh covid misbuster article um and you were there we we had um i was one of the rare at, at panda that said something's going wrong uh, with Roger Hutchinson from um, and 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 uh, Mike Eden, um, and nobody did, wanted to believe us. Um, and so I've I've been digging into what 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 really is happening for for a very long time. Um, and one of the highlight moments, and you know, I'm very hands on. I look at details and I read uh, read vers and read a lot of things. And one of uh, good surprise i had was my son my i have I, one of my son um vaccinated and started telling me he was he was he, he wasn't feeling well and i i truly you know speaking i panicked i was really um scared that he would have uh the things i was seeing elsewhere and i had him checked um he had d-dimers done etc and he was fine he was actually fine he was he was overworked uh like his dad uh but it was fine, and so it that to me was very important. It was it's, it was very important that you know the, the a lot of people are saying it, you know there's a camp that says um, uh, it's safe and effective. There's there's a camp saying uh, it's unsafe, um, it's poison. Um, I'm in the middle. Okay, it's um, it's it's not safe, but it's not poison, mm-hmm. right? Poison is something you give to every single person in the world, and they have the same symptoms. They right. have the same problems. I'm going to interrupt for one second. I warned you I might interrupt. But I, I think there's actually a third category, um, which is pointless. Um, you know, I mean, I, 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 I probably overlaps with yours. Um, but, you know, the, the, I, there is a vaccine for, I think, yellow fever. And I don't know if it's a good vaccine or bad vaccine, but I just don't go near it because I have no need for it. And I think for a lot of people, the COVID uh, vaccines... Um, should have been like the yellow fever. People who are not going to get sick or don't have any problems with children. So we've discussed this separately. But I'm just going to put that out there as a thought bubble. We maybe come back to. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm not going to talk about effectiveness of the vaccines. I've I've, I've this one I'm, I, is very clear to me. I've written about it in Substack. Mm-hmm. There's 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 I think the point you're making is a very good point, but we don't have time to. to Fair to enough. Dive so in so, so just to frame this for our our listener viewers. Um, we are really talking now about the modality, the mechanism from which side effects may uh, be occurring. True. Okay. 
Yeah, uh, actually, okay. I, I'm I'm going to say uh, with a lot of confidence is is I it it because every single step of the way of my theory, I guess theories are proven. Um, mm -hmm. Every step of the way is 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 factual. Okay, okay. material is factual, etc. Um, after after that, it's it, it's hard for people to 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 integrate um, because it's. Um, it's a combination of things as often when you have disasters, you know, if you do root cause analysis, it's really one thing. If it were poison, people would have noticed it. It's the fact that you have uh, three different uh, factors. Um, so I, should I join? Jump yeah. So in? Let, let, let's, let's cut to the chase. You want me to put up your, your, your post or no? Yeah, sure. I mean, you could put up the, the post, I, the, the, the fundamentals of what I've dis discovered, um, and I'm not the only one. I mean, people have been uh, talking about that for some time. It's the fact that um, in some instances, because um, injection practices have, have been changed in the past um, 10 or 20 years, um, uh, the injectors are nurses, doctors, um, and, and professionals are no longer aspirating. So many people... Uh, have been talking about that. The question is, okay, so what? You know, so so they've changed that. And when you asked doctors um, about it, I I, um, I would go go yeah go go, go down. I mean, that's okay. Uh, well, that's a bit complicated to see, but yeah, that's it's it's okay. I mean, maybe you can enlarge this, and we'll start from there. So. Um, so so the, the first thing that, you know, I'm going to try and go through chronologically. We, we um, after Panda, I started working with Steve Kirch and his, and the team. And there's a, there's a number of people, Robert Malone, Peter McCullough was there, Miriam mm -hmm. Brito is there. Um, and I was one of the, uh, the, the lucky few to be uh, with, with that team, with Jessica Rose, et cetera. And, and Biram did um, a, a huge... Um, um, present to, 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 to the world by, by asking early on to the Japanese authorities via FOIA the, the distribution data in the mouse. <coughs> and over um, in May 2021, we knew, first of all, that the vaccines were, were not, the particles were not staying in the muscles and they were slowly but surely, uh, quite rapidly actually, going to the bloodstream and then transfecting inside the vascular system. Now that that really got me thinking um, because the mode of action of of the uh, the vaccines and you know all actually all of them are transfecting vaccines. They are vaccines that bring um, a foreign material, genetic material, inside. Um, inside a cell to either produce an antigen or or to bring an antigen. Um, now, our, our immune systems every day destroy cells that are con contaminated that way. Okay. There's, it's systemic. It's, it's systematic, sorry. Mm -hmm. Every single cell that will be penetrated by a highly immunogenic, i.e. A, a, a material that will have... Uh, a very strong will trigger a very strong reaction uh, to the um, uh, of the immune system will get destroyed. Right, that's the whole purpose of the vaccine. Right, 
Uh, now, the, the 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 idea that everybody's forgetting that it's the elephant in the room, right? For me, it was the elephant in the room. Hold on a second. You are injecting. We are injecting. Now, if you put back the slide on it, uh, mm-hmm. Randall, if you please. Um, between 13.6 billion nanoparticles for the Pfizer vaccine to uh, 46 for uh, Moderna and 50 billion for, uh, I think, AstraZeneca and, and J&J. Okay, so the potential, just, just to understand the potential is, um, is to destroy 50 billion or, or, or 14 billion cells. That's massive. That's a massive risk. I'm not saying it's happening, okay? And that's absolutely not what's occurring. All right. So just contextually, I I, I, I want to point point out to people that we have a, you know a number of trillions of cells. So our cells number in the trillions. Um, you know. In yeah, general. yeah, yeah. Our, our our cell numbers are in the trillion, but that still is significant. Okay. Uh-huh. It's a very significant number. Um, it it's you know I think fourteen billion. Um, nanoparticles for Pfizer is about 18 square meters of endothelial cells. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's, that's, that's enormous. Um, so, so that was my first, my first problem. At the same time, it was very clear that there was something else happen, happening. Um, uh, so the, the, the mode of action is, is the center, right? Mm-hmm. Every single cell that will be, um, um, contaminated by the vaccine or trans- the term, the technical term is transfected, uh, will be destroyed. Okay. Now, after that, <clears throat> a lot of people, I'm not the only one, have been saying, hold on a second, what if, you know, when you inject in the, in, in, in the muscle uh, or by mistake, you know, humans make a lot of mistake and, you know, when you're like me, a, a manufacturing guy, you know quality, and you know that when you repeat something, if it's not, if it's human, there's a certain level, <clears throat> a number, a percentage uh, of, of mistakes that will occur. Well, the deltoid is highly vac- vascularized. Sometimes people have, have fat. Maybe sometimes um, it, it's not completely um, out of this world to consider uh, that occasionally, it hits a blood vessel, either an artery, a small artery, or uh, or a small vein, um, and that part or all of the dose is injected intravascularly. Okay, now, yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you see, there, it's, it's you have you have veins, you have vessels. It's it's you know by definition uh, very vascularized muscle it requires a lot of blood to flow so um and the technique um, is 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 um is not evident there's a zone where you need to hit there's an angle you need to hit Uh, there's people who have researched that if you're if you have obesity you have problems getting in you might actually do a, um, a subcutaneous injection where there's tons of vessels there so so the the what I've been saying for over a year now is, guys, um, you know, can we can can we consider this, investigate that? Because I'm pretty certain that it's happening. Now I don't know how often, but it's happening. It has to happen. Mistakes are made. 
there's there's blood vessels etc and uh and the fact that we have gone away from a, an old uh a, a almost century old injection technique which was a uh, uh, the aspiration that most of us who are above 50 have known when we were uh, where doctors were injecting vaccines to us when we were kids, they would aspirate. They would actually pull the plunger to see if they were in blood. If they had blood, drawn blood, they would stop, yeah, pull back right. and redo it somewhere else. So, so I, I'm, a, I'm an actual physician and I have injected um, many things into people um, over the years, including vaccines. Uh, but, you know, it was, it's standard when we were taught to pull back on the syringe. Okay. Um, okay. So, so, so you, you see, I mean, there's always a tendency for modern doctors to think that uh, the, uh, the ancient doctors are stupid, but you know, if they've developed a technology like that, it makes sense. And I'm not the only one talking about that. Okay. Now I, there's a French, um, I participated to the the the, the uh, consulting board, the uh, the, the shadow cons uh, consulting scientific cons council board in, in France, where where I said that a year ago, and a lot of doctors said, "But Mark, it happens very rarely, once every two thousand, one every ten thousand." And I was like, "It makes no sense from a from a physiological standpoint. It can't be that. It has to be. You know, if if you have a map of." LA or New York and you throw mm -hmm. darts at it, uh, you're going to have um, one chance out of five to hit a road, right? The equivalent of a blood vessel. Okay. It's going to be, it, it's going to be smaller than that in a 3d environment because, because there's going to be less, uh, um, you know, but, but yeah. it's, that's what I'm saying. You, you, it's, it's impossible to be one in 10,000 or one, 2,000. You know, see these pictures of these um, weddings and so forth in the Arab world, people, Take their guns and they shoot their guns in the air, and uh, it always seems harmless. But apparently, yeah, sometimes you, yeah, you have yeah, people die. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard that what goes up comes down, and yeah. yes, and people people have died from from you know paraphernalia, from satellites, from guns shot up in the air. Uh, we don't think about it that much, and I'm, I'm frankly kind of amazed how infrequently it occurs, but it does happen that uh, you know you throw something up in the air and lands on somebody so, so so but but the thing is i'm not talking about something that's 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 um, that's anecdotal uh, mm -hmm. dentists okay dentists who are uh, doing nerve blocks have 4% chance and in in some cases 4% sometimes 11% chance of injecting intravascularly okay that's that's data Okay, so my, I mean, you know, maybe maybe the mouse is a bit more vascularized than the muscle, but that's you, you can argue against that. Okay, but those are percentage points. We're not talking about one in ten thousand. Okay, now there is a number of other um, professions. Okay, whereby exactly whereby you know plastic surgeons have had problems with fillers. Okay, and they're getting, by the way, it was really interesting. They are getting very similar. Uh, adverse events okay very similar um and <clears throat> yeah exactly medular blocks is 11 percent. now i i i need to, to to talk about eric eric cross is a uh uh one of my readers he's he, he's he's a, a, a coach as far as physical uh coach and he's a former bodybuilder um past passionate about uh, 
biotech and stuff. And he called me up um, a few months ago and we talked about the bullish theory. And I, I was telling him I was struggling because most of the, the medical profession was, and including nurses, were telling me, Mark, you know, you're nuts. It's, it's, that doesn't exist. This does not exist. What you're saying, there is no, no such thing as uh, accidental or an inadvertent um, intravenous or intra-arterial uh, um, uh, injection. And I, and I, I frankly, I, beyond the, the physiology, the physiology, which made a lot of sense, I was having a lot of, of, uh, of trouble, but then, but then Eric in, in a, in a zoom call like this, he's in New York, uh, told me, but Mark, of course it happens all the time. And I was like, okay, how come? And he, he talked about, um, something that happens to, uh, bodybuilders who, uh, inject intramuscularly, um, steroids. It's called Trenkov. And what's really, inter what's really interesting is um, uh, bodybuilders have developed a whole, a whole protocol to avoid that. So I would say they're, they're much better than, than WHO. So they, they build their own protocol. They're diluted more. They aspirate. They inject sl very slowly, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but what was really interesting is that some researchers came up and despite aspiration, one shot out of 50 is injected intravenously or intravascularly. Now, what, what's really interesting with, with Trenkop is that you feel it immediately because it's, it's a vasoconstrictor. And so if you've injected it into a vein or an artery, it's going to go to the, to the, to, to the, um, the lungs extremely quickly and you're going to have a cough like crazy and you stop. You, you can't breathe properly for three minutes. Okay. So, so it's co contrary to a doctor who injects the vaccines and, you know, says bye and you, you never sees his patients for another six months or a year or, or potentially never and would not know about anything. Uh, the, the injector who's self-injecting himself knows about, uh, about that fact very very quickly and, and it's very cognizant about it so so that's to me that was very interesting and it was indicative that two percent with aspiration was very important and then after that i i had um john campbell who had a a professor from denmark as you, you know one thing to say to support what we're talking about is that three countries have changed the injection protocol uh, since since January 2021, the first ones were Denmark, which were probably the country that did uh, um, best or le let's say least worse in, in in this in this context. But they they stopped in March April 2021. Hong Kong also changed, as well as um, uh, Germany changed this year in 2022 in February. Okay, now. What's really interesting in what, what I'm telling you is that um, if you have that, and I, I've, dis I've described that, I'll describe it a bit later, um, but there, there is a study that you were about to show that, that compared uh, two, two different types of vaccines and actually did a deep dive analysis on the adverse events in 2015. And, and what's very interesting is what they, they compared was the flu vaccine. And the flu vaccine is not transfecting. 
Okay, it's a protein. It's broken down, and it has a juvenile. You can talk about that if you want, but fundamentally, it doesn't transfect. The smallpox vaccine is transfecting. Okay, and the results you could if you could show them the results were okay. not the same yeah, right. actually i just want to point out the smallpox vaccine is the act is, is an active attenuated virus is it not exactly and it's it's going to transfect okay. it's yeah so transfect. I, you know for our, our listener viewers um you know there are different vaccines the, the standard flu vaccine is um uh you know particulates that that were grown in i believe adenovirus and then extracted and injected um and i think some of the adenoviruses are there, but it's it's not intended um, to kind of incorporate to our own um, uh, genome the same way that the mRNA naked. Uh, um, no, it, does, it, doesn't in, it doesn't integrate into our genome, but it, it does integrate into some of our healthy cells. Um, so, so the smallpox does, because it's a, it's a, it's a full virus, except it's, it's, it's uh, attenuated, so it's not going to replicate, but it's still going to enter cells um it still has the spike etc it's still going to do that now what's it's very important because it's for me we had we had it already pre-covid we had it we had the solution in front of us so you see the flu vaccine has zero severe adverse events of course if you do a bolus and we'll talk about the bolus about later if you if if you send a, 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 a let's say a swarm of particles uh, with adjuvants to the heart, it's it's going to create an inflammation because that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to trigger an immune reaction. If you can concentrate that immune reaction in one locus in one place, um, it's it's going to it's going to create some problems. But it's not going to be the same types of problems you would have with transfection because when you do the same, if you have that same swarm of particles and when they hit. Um, the heart or or the aorta or whatever, and they start transfecting, then they are going to um, carpet bomb uh, that that place. Literally, that's what's going to happen. They are going to get in. Okay, this this zone is going to be like you know like like um, a target for the immune system. It's going to be entirely destroyed, right? And that's the mechanism of harm. Of the vac of these vaccines, right? So, so just to kind of caps, you know, encapsulate this a little bit, um, what we've said so far is that um, the, the mRNA vaccine uh, is is basically has the message for a spike protein. Uh, it's incorporated in a you know kind of lipid nanoparticle. It's going to be injected. It's supposed to sit in the muscle and destroy some of those muscle cells, but we don't really care about those because we have you know a lot of muscle and so forth. And, and send some spike protein out. Your immune system is going to see those things. And then if it identifies it somewhere else later on, the coronavirus, it will have be prepped, you know, kind of like a police with a picture of the uh, criminal in the neighborhood. You'll be able to catch him earlier than he would, than he would otherwise. Now, uh, what your bolus theory is saying is all well and good is if that were the, you know, something that happened 100.0% of the time. But in, in point of fact, there are going to be some errors and there's going to be some leak and or um, some as, you know aspiration in, in the sense of that um, that I mean sorry injection without aspiration that some of the injections are going to inadvertently hit um, some of the circulatory system and veins are going to pull this back and then distribute uh, rather than have the, the the mRNA vaccine isolated into 
kind of relatively, you know, mild inert muscle tissue going to be spread to other places. And because it's vascular, it's going to go to the endothelial cells, the, the inner lining of your vasculature, including the heart. Yeah, it's it's a bit more subtle than that. Let me let me tell you, everything is going to the vascular system. Okay, uh, but 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 the way it gets there is is there's there's two ways to get it. There's a slow way with a very little percentage. The vascular system is intended is designed to distribute oxygen, food, nutrients, etc. In an homogeneous way, it doesn't go to the heart. In okay, right. so so. Let, let me finish Randall, on this one. So very important. It's a very important point because it means that if you have a slow um, uh, leak into into the vascular system, it's going the immune system. The the vascular system is going to distribute the nanoparticles throughout the body. Okay. So of course, a, a big chunk of it goes is into you know is shedded. Into the fecus, into <clears throat> etc., <cetera, clears throat> but and and is destroyed. That's why they put so much, so many of these nanoparticles. Okay, they mean huge numbers because very little transfect. So so it gets it 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 gets across, and it's it's also not simultaneous, right? So it's going to hit here, here, and what's going to happen? Well, those cells are going to be destroyed by the immune system. A message is going to be sent to the neighboring cell, and the neighboring cell is going to duplicate and fill the gap. Okay, it's going to happen hundreds of millions of times across the body, not a problem. Okay, now if you have a bolus, i.e., you get an intravascular injection and you push very quickly, not slowly, okay, but quickly, what you're going to create is a, a sort of a, a packet of particles you're going to go through your your tubes right through vascular system right. and it's going to hit the heart it's going to hit the brain it's going to get all sorts of places by the way that is the way drugs are delivered to organs okay bolus delivery is the way the pharmaceutical industry and and you know doctors who want to who want to send um uh, either a bolus to the liver or to or, um, or to the brain or for for a scan or or to the heart for, right. for other right. things. So I'm just going to yeah, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. You know, we have a circulatory system, and it sounds like it's just a circle. And a lot of the pictures um, uh, show that. You know, there's the blood going out, blood going you know out through the arteries, back through the veins. But we actually have a third system called the lymphatic system. And for you know urban dwellers. Uh, you know, I think we, we notice some of it. Maybe we've seen some of these things. We have the water that comes into our system under high pressure. That's the arterial system. Basically, you open the tap, hot and cold water run through. And then there's the drain that brings it back, the sewage system, which brings it back to some waste facility uh, and so forth. But there is actually, in, in, in the urban areas, there's a third system. There's a passive runoff, which is akin to the lymphatic system. Uh, so if you have, you know, when it rains, uh, it doesn't go into the sewage system per se. It goes in this passive runoff that goes into rivers, and then it kind of gets recirculated through the rivers and uh, aquifers and whatnot. And that's a little bit more akin to the lymphatic system. So we have um, basically a third system that's you know ready to drain uh, debris and whatnot. So if you do get injected in 100% ones of the muscles, some some dead muscle cells as a result, uh, that's not going to go right into the venous system. It's going to go into the lymphatic system, and it has filters which are uh, you know kind of. Uh, they're filters. <laughs> so they're going to take away some of the particulate work on that stuff and then bring before they do any of that, before it gets back to your venous system 
and back in the circulatory circulatory system, it's going to be, have been cleansed uh, now, um, of debris. So, right now, the, the thing that we know for, from the muscle, from the the, the, the shoots, the the shots from uh, the injection into mice uh, from the, from the the Pfizer data is that it doesn't transfect very well into the muscle. There's a lot of it that goes, you know, it, at least after after 48 hours, at least uh, 70 percent has gone. And there's a fair chance that actually more of it is actually going to leak after that because we don't have that data. So, so it doesn't. Transfection is very hard. I mean, I've worked into in in, in cancer. Um, the, the way it was done, it was through electroporation or mm -hmm. with a or with a pressure gun. Mm -hmm. um, the only place where you have pressure um, is either at, at when you you actually get the aorta, when you out out just out of the heart, mm -hmm. you have a lot of pressure there and, and also when the capillaries start really becoming extremely narrow you will naturally have you know sort of a, a, fl a flow that sort of uh, has has to fit in um and that's exactly where where it's hitting now what is important is the fact that if you have this bolus you're going to carpet bomb the endothelium and we'll see there are different areas where you can do that depending on a different number of factors. Um, and, and, and the immune system, if it's, since it's done in a synchronous manner, will actually just strip out the endothelium there. Mm -hmm. It'll just, it'll be, it'll be entirely destroyed. Just, it will signal these cells to die. They will all die at the same time. And then a bit like when you, you know, when you burn yourself third degree, well, there's 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 no substitute. Mm -hmm. there, there's no way to cure it. In you know, the, the the term is homeostasis is completely broken. Now, if 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 that's done on a massive scale, and that if for example, if it's done in the arterial system uh, with so much pressure, um, there's there's two things that's going to happen. One, well, the 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 lining, the protection, the, the protection lining is is destroyed. Mm -hmm. okay. So behind that, you have what is called uh, smooth muscle cells, and they do a number of things. They hold up the, the, the first of all, they hold up the, the, the artery, but also they produce they produce calcification inhibitors. So if if they get in contact with the blood, they most likely decay. And at one point, uh, you will have either calcification or you're, you'll have um, a, an aneurysm or an arterial rupture. And that's, that's what we've, we've seen. You know, uh, Professor uh, Burkhardt in Germany has, has shown that happens a lot. And it happens not a week or two after the you know, vaccination. It happens four or five months after. The decay period takes time. Okay. Uh, that's... That's when uh, you have a highly concentrated dose that goes into the, the artery uh, or the aorta. Okay. If, if for a reason or another, you need to understand also that there is, a, okay, that's, okay, you can go down on this. Um, okay, so that's what happens, right? You can see, this is exactly what I've described, uh, the evidence of immune attack on the endothelial cells. Okay. So, so there's, the, the proof is there. What I've described is, is, is uh, and if it were just one or two, it wouldn't do anything. You see it's massively done. It's damaged, okay? 
That can only happen with a bonus. Um, now, what you need to understand before that, I, there's a few slides after that, uh, Randall, is that the, these nanoparticles are protected so that uh, they have a coating, a PEC coating. Um, and um, let's go down, let's go down a bit on that. They have a PEC coating and, and that, that inhib that stops. Uh, yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. This is great. So the, you know, when you, you put all these particles into a, a little uh, vial, I think it's called, and it's, it's fat, right? And anybody who's put fat into, uh, into water or soup or whatever is know that they, you know, they aggregate and then, and then it's useless. So you want, you want those nanoparticles to stay as, as individuals, almost like cells, okay, like microviruses or stuff like that. And to do that, they, what they've done is they've coated them with, with uh, PEG, with polyethylene glycol, okay? Uh, which means that during uh, the first few instants, maybe 10 seconds, 20 seconds, or 30 seconds, the, 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 they're not going to be able to transfect, okay? So, um, and, and by the way, um, if, and that's the reason actually, uh, otherwise, you know, everybody would have the same type of attacks that the, the bodybuilders have, right? The mm -hmm. bodybuilders don't have coating. It goes to the lungs. Immediately they feel it. Um, if, uh, if it weren't for, um, yeah, if you have an intravenous injection, it goes directly to the heart and to the lungs. Okay. If it weren't for that, for the PEG, most of the adverse events would be um, lung necrosis, pulmonary embolism, uh, and, and potentially aorta. It would be just that and only that. Um, and that's not what we're seeing, right? So, so you see that that's a, a, a graph I created. But fundamentally, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, okay? I haven't done it, but this is solid. I, would, I think it's reasonable to think that after going through 110 kilometers of, of capillaries, the PEG is gone, okay? It's, it's, it's a fair, it's, it's most likely what's happening, or at least part of it is, is gone. Um, and, and then it's, if, so it, it starts hitting the aorta or it's not, it's not, the coating is still there at the aorta and then it'll start hitting in a more diffuse, uh, diluted form, the brain, uh, the liver, uh, the heart, uh, and you'll have myocarditis, pericarditis, or, or other problems like uh, thrombosis into, um, in, into the you know, deep vein thrombosis into the brain, etc. Okay. Mm -hmm. If ever, um, if ever the injection is intra arterial, it's going to, it's not going to go directly to the heart. It's going to go to the arm. Okay. So it's going to go to the arm. Yeah, it goes go to the arm, the the the, the hand. If ever if, if if ever the artery is large enough, it's actually going down, um, possibly in the muscle a bit more, and back up. So it, it it'll it'll do a, a longer journey, a much longer journey with pressure going through the capillaries. So it, it'll be it, it, the PEG will 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 last uh, um, um, will be shorter. Well, it, it will it will it will erode much faster and and then when the uh, nanoparticles get to to the lungs 
they will transfect the lungs. Okay, they will transfect the, the capillaries. I have a, a, a that's not that's not what I, you're. It, it's a, above. This is after. How far? Yeah. Yes. This, this one. one. Yeah, this one. This one. I have a friend. I have a friend who who discovered he was he he was having difficulty breathing. He fe he felt you know it was and uh, he lost thirty percent of his lungs. How do you do? You have to have an intraarterial. We're actually an early, very early PEG um, uh, erosion for that to happen. So that happens. It's very concentrated, and it'll, it'll, you know, it'll basically uh, destroy um, uh, part of your lungs. Okay. Now, let's go. Let's continue on the process. So the first thing is arterial damage. The second thing is uh, that people need to understand um, is is the thrombosis. Why coagulation? Now, people have have gone. I mean. Biologists are all going towards all sorts of very arcane and complex um, theories. I think it's very, very simple. You know, the, the trigger to coagulation is endothelial destruction. If you cut yourself, it's because your endothelium is damaged. That's in a, in a, in a in sufficient way that the coagulation factor uh, occurs. Now, if it occurs here in the artery in the aorta or in the ar artery what is what's going to happen we all know from movies or for from medical school that you, you can't you can't clot an artery it's impossible you can't you can't you, you know it's it, you it's it, it, just too much pressure it's too large and it's too it, it's too much pressure so the coagulation factor is is just goes downstream you know, the bigger the, the damage, the more coagulation factor goes. And that explains thrombosis, strokes, but also thrombocytopenia, the fact that you're, um, um, uh, sorry, uh, red um, um, coagulation factor, uh, yeah, yeah, thrombocytopenia, yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, we say with thr thrombocytopenia. Yeah. Right. Now, it also explains very, very well uh, the, the famous whites, uh, you know, these, these ribbons that we've been saying, you know, these, these the, the, the uh, embalmers have been taken out and ultrasurgeons, you know, on, on live patients have been taken out some whitish um, uh, material from, from, uh, from arteries. Now, that would make sense. That I can't prove, but it makes, in my view, makes utter sense in the is that you would have a decay of of a large part of the um, a large part of the endothelium is destroyed then you have decay of both the the rest of the endothelium as well as the smooth muscle cells mm -hmm. you're left out with elastin which is below behind which is like um yeah it's it's jelly jelly mm -hmm. and 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 basically a lot of 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 coagulation factor getting in as well, which is not red, by the way, um, which is uh, yellowish or whitish, mm -hmm. um, as well as as cal uh, calcification, um, and and so it 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 made to me it makes a lot of sense that that's what's happening. Okay, right. so you're losing the endothelium, you're losing, then you're decaying, the smooth muscle cells are decaying, the whole thing is deleterious. 
okay? Because it's not supposed to be in direct contact with the blood. You have immune, you have immune cells attacking it, etc. And then you have aneurysms. Uh, no, that's not it. So don't, that's that's a different that's a different part. So don't show that <laughs> you're getting ahead of yourself. Um, so so that's the second thing: thrombosis. Okay, because of major endothelial damage, um, you have you 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 have coagulation that that occurs downstream in the venous system. Okay, deep vein thrombosis. Third um, mechanism of harm, of course, if um, if those um, if for reason or another the um, the peg remained uh, better, mm-hmm. okay, it, it, it didn't. Sorry, the peg wasn't eroded as fast. Okay. We, we saw in that chart I, sh- I showed earlier that the the danger zone is between the, the moment that the peg is eroded and the time where when the um, the nanoparticles are fully diluted okay there's a, there's a, a, a window of opportunity it lasts probably a minute okay maybe two but fundamentally not very long okay. When, when it's going to con- it's going to transfect in a concentrated manner, okay. And we know we we've discussed about the artery, but then if it goes downstream a bit more, it can it can do the same thing in the brain. It can do the same thing in the heart. It can do the same thing in a con- in a very concentrated way into all sorts of organs. Um, and then here you have there's a I have a slide about that. You have these uh, these trees down down at the end um randall yeah okay. so let me see if i can get this right one but i, I just want to give us a quick warning shout out that we maybe have about 10 12 yeah 15 yeah, yeah but I'm, I'm almost through i am I'm, I'm almost through this picture uh, here yeah so so fundamentally depending on the concentration okay of the hits you're going to have um some inflammation some limited clotting okay the organs are not going to be destroyed. You might have dysfunction. Uh, you might lose. Uh, maybe the organ will uh, regenerate. Maybe it won't, like in the heart. But you know, these kids that have mild myocarditis, supposedly, <laughs> where they're 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 between uh, the the green, the, the little smiley there that's not smiley, and 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 the and the <clears throat> and the uh, and the orangey uh, uh, yeah. sign here. You're, you're going to have some clotting. And some necrosis, but but it's going to be dif- dissim- disseminated, so it's not going to it's going not going to kill the organ, it's going to damage the organ, um, and a lot of the organs are actually can, can actually repair. Um, but then, if if you have a, a big dose and it's highly concentrated, it's going to start hitting the organ and destroying bits of the organ, just like I said about the lungs. Maybe 10%, maybe 20%, maybe 30%, maybe 100% of it. In which case, you have clotting of all the capillaries, necrosis behind because there's no blood going to the cells, and organ failure. Right. Okay. And that explains. So, so going back, the you see below, um, you know, the 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 green smiley. No, hold on. Stay, 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 stay where you are. Here, you see. Um, when it's light, myocarditis, hepatitis, 
pulmonary embolism. When it's a bit more, you'll have intestinal disorders, arrhythmia, hormonal disorders, type 1 diabetes, pulmonary necrosis. And then organ failure is death for a lot of them. Or, you know, I have a friend who's, who's got gallbladder, gallbladder failure, a deep vein thrombosis, heart attacks, intestinal failure, kidney failure, liver failure. Okay, all of what we're seeing, we're all seeing that, right? It's just a question of where does that uh, bolus go, right? And that's that's the that's the thing that you were showing earlier. That's pure, purely a, 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 a bad luck. Okay. Now the the fourth mechanism of arm is, in my view, fascinating, um, and it's tied to uh, a sort of uh, um, medium hits or, or not, not too serious hit um, of blood to tissue barriers. Mm-hmm. Um, so myocarditis would typically be that. Okay. Um, the, the, there's a Japanese uh, study that showed that my, myocarditis is going to, is actually related often to a higher permeability of the blood tissue barrier. So basically, uh, of the sorry, the, yeah, the, the blood tissue, the blood heart barrier. Okay. So in um, so the endothelial the, the endothelium is be, is is no longer tight, and it's going to let in um, uh, elements that are that that are going to be uh, inflammatory. Okay. Mm. Now it. The heart is we we know about it. It's, it's not it's it's not very it's it's, it's not going to give you a specific a beyond beyond the temporary uh, period where where you're going to have uh, myocarditis and, and and of course that can kill you long term. But what's really interesting is the leakage of blood tissue barriers is linked, or you know multiple diseases are linked to leakages of blood tissue barriers. So let me let me run you through. There's two ways that leak is dangerous. One is because it lets in stuff, material that's not supposed to be there. It can be um, toxins like albumin or stuff like that, or it could be um, immune cells that are not supposed to go there. Okay, there are plenty of places in the in in the body where, um, notably the reproductive system, where you don't want the immune system to be. And the other aspect is is not letting so that's letting in, um, you know, somebody you know, a criminal. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the other thing is letting out uh, your kids too early, basically. So basically, it's it's you, you open up the doors and you have your your right. toddler who's going outside. Okay, so running in the street. And and what when you start looking, if you go back to that chart you were showing. There's a number of illnesses that are massive, okay, uh, tied to that. Now, first, the, the leak in the blood-brain barrier. I wrote a piece on my COVID Mythbuster Substack. I encourage people to go and see it. It is, it is fascinating. I wrote it as, you know, it was work in process. So if you, you know, those blood, the blood brain barrier is highly sophisticated. It's probably the tightest uh, barrier we have. And there's a reason it's there. Okay, if you open it up, if you have leaks, it's been proven that depending depending on the area, I'm going to get my I'm going to get my brain. Okay, I'm going to get my brain. 
depending on where um, where you get hit, here you you have the white and gray matter. If you have a leak in in the BBB, there it's Alzheimer's. Okay. If you have a, a leak in the basal ganglia, I'm not so sure where it is to be honest with you, but around here, okay, it's basal. You're going to have Parkinson's, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There is a, co a direct correlation between leak location and disease specification. So, in uh, in other words, it's not it's it's most likely not the 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 fact that you're having aluminium or that that's the problem, you know, or or uh, it's the fact that you're letting in material. Uh, inside the brain, and your immune system cannot correct for that because it's not supposed to be there. It's not supposed okay. to be there, yeah. And we so, haven't we haven't closed parts of our body like the eyeballs and uh, in the exactly the joints and so forth. And exactly. when those things do get exposed, they can be you know big issues. And exactly. the immune so, system can cause problems. So what I'm saying is, <clears throat> what I'm saying is, these vaccines and other vaccines, MMR, yellow fever, smallpox, chickenpox, all the, the attenuated vac virus, uh, uh, viruses, vaccines, if, if they're poorly injected, if they're accidentally injected intravenously with a bolus, can create dementia and stuff like that. Okay. Now, the, let me finish because it's, it's so you, you take this, that's the brain. You go to the reproductive system, okay? The reproductive system of the male, we have two blood tissue barriers. One is, is, the, is the, the blood uh, testis barrier. The other one is the blood uh, epididymal barrier. Women have the blood follicle barriers. Um, <clears throat> Having, having worked on HTERD because with the vaccines I was uh, working, uh, the company I was working for uh, was targeting HTERD. The, the testis is a place where you have HTERD is, is, uh, is actually expressed so that tel telomeres are, uh, are actually repaired. Um, but the immune system might consider uh, your, your sperm as actually foreign material mm -hmm. because of that. And Guess what? Well, sperm count is down in, 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 in Israel. And fertility is down. Okay. Continue. Same thing. Placenta is an is a it, it's it's also a blood to placenta barrier. You have the blood milk barrier. Also, all those accidents with kids right. that are being that are being uh, leaky and, and, and women have have uh, you know dark uh, almost bloody milk looking milk that right. is most likely toxic i mean there's a reason these barriers are there absolutely okay. so okay. i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna just ask you to do two minutes to, to yeah. wrap up okay so and 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 you continue all the the the, the, the uh, all the glands all the hormonal glands okay the um are doing the same thing okay they, they if you if you let them open what do you do you open up the door to hormones. So right. people have too much hormones. So they start having. Uh, you have the. You have many many issues with, of course, with with menstrual cycles. Okay. Um, you you also have the blood bone marrow barrier. Now that's a fantastic one, 
because the bone marrow does two things. It does immune cells and red cells. Okay, so what, what happens if you start um, releasing red cells too much, too many? It's not uncontrolled. You have too many. My best friend has what? He's got a comp uh, um, uh, disease called Vacas disease. It's actually having too many um, red blood cells. It's not that the bone marrow is producing too many of it. It's that the, the blood bone marrow barrier is releasing too many of it. Hmm. And that's true for the immune system. Now, guess what? You know, all these people who are having uh, VADs, which is vaccine-induced, uh, um, uh, what is it called, uh, immune deficiency, mm -hmm. okay, acquired immune deficiency. It, it's basically if, if, if there are um, immature um, immune cells in the bone marrow, if you release them, they will never mature. By the time, so you might have basically either, I don't, depending on how your bone marrow is hit, you might have a period of time of a few weeks when your immune system is weak because the bone marrow is, 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 is in multiple places. It's it, it most likely right. not so, hit so, everywhere. So but, let's, let's say, let's say I, I'm going to try to have, have to cut you off because we're going to stop under an hour. Um, but you're in charge of the world vaccine so forth but what what are your quick recommendations at this point and um, we're not going to go retroactively very simple it's 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 what the, the danish have done okay so you you do aspiration you you tell you tell you tell people this can kill people okay you tell this is serious so first of all the method where they hit okay they're not supposed to they're not supposed to do that if ever people are fat they need to have longer needles so is this exclusive to the mrna type vaccine? no no, this is true for MMR too. So aspiration needs to come back. Not only aspiration, but also slow plunger. Mm -hmm. This needs to be done over two or three minutes, not in a second, mm -hmm. because you're creating a bolus. Creating a, a bolus is the is the real problem. Okay, those are very. I mean, go and see what the 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 the, the, the bodybuilders are doing. <laughs> I wrote a piece on that. So, um, is there a, a you know, I, I like to think about verifiable, falsifiable. Is there a way to verify your theory? Aside from, let, let's just stipulate that everything you say is correct, that, you know, mistakes can be made, things can be aspirated. But in, in very brief uh, time, like a minute, it is. 30 seconds, yeah. is there a way to figure out whether your theory is correct? Okay, so so first of all, when apparently, according to Professor Toybe in, in Denmark, myocarditis fell 60% when they started uh, versus Norway. Oh, that's interesting. I'd like to see that. Okay. That, I didn't find, I didn't find the study, but that's what he said. Okay. Um, I, I, I couldn't find the study. If you find it, uh, send it to me. But fundamentally that's, that's the first point. The second point is the fact that it, it's, 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 um, it's a clinical uh, truth. It happens. Okay. This, yeah, oh, this no happens doubt. with injection. That's one. After that, the, the mode of action, of having NKs or T cells attacking transfected cells has, has been proven over and over and over again. That's a certainty. All right. So I'm going to have to cut you off there because um, I'm trying to stay for an hour that uh, helps us get up um, uh, on the networks better. But I'm going to, uh, you know, let let you keep, keep you open for answering questions uh, and when they come in. I'm going to end the broadcast now. Thank you so much, Mark. I appreciate everything you've done. And I appreciate you spending the time with us. Happy to be here.